0: Hi kids, before we start this podcast, s Australia wants to acknowledge the traditional owners of all the lands that we visit, and particularly acknowledging their living culture and their continuous connection to country. G'day road trippers, and welcome to season two of Are We There Yet? podcast with me,
1: Keith. And me, Sarah. I'm so excited to be back on the road and travelling around Australia again in our van. You know what I don't enjoy while travelling, Keith?
0: The long,
1: awkward silences between us? No, we've never had a long silence between us, let alone an awkward one. Except for maybe the time you got stuck trying to kayak under a tree and I was only silent because I was laughing so much. Oh yeah,
0: I remember that one. But anyway, that's enough of that. I think what you were trying to say is that in between places, often, we get Bored.
1: bored. We sure do, Keith. I mean, seriously, are we there yet? You know what we COULD
0: play to pass the time?
1: Oh, I'm so excited! Are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting?
0: I certainly am! It's time to play the Are We There Yet? With Show Extravaganza! The game show brought to you by the holiday boredom busters, Espy Travel. Designed to fast-forward the boring bits between here and amazing.
1: The rules are simple. We spin the giant wheel of awesomeness to decide the game category. The wheel has lots of strange and fun games to play and has been fine-tuned during our break. Then we read out your questions.
0: And then you guys...
1: Hey, I'm talking to you in the vehicle right now. You know, Keith, our friends might be listening at home or in the classroom or while performing magic show as a travelling magician.
0: How can someone perform a magic show whilst they're answering quiz questions?
1: Because, Keith, they're magic.
0: They're spellbindingly good at multitasking. Well, wherever you are, you can play along with us. We'll give everyone 10 seconds thinking music after each question, and then we'll...
1: Tell you the answers. You know, Keith, players can be super prepared by downloading our quiz sheet from sbytravel.com.au. Keeping score in your head works just fine as well.
0: So, let's get ready to play. Are we there yet? In the car out on the road when we Now, before we spin the wheel, remember one point per question that you get right.
1: That's right. One point per right answer. Or two points for the first person to call out, Abracadabra. You left me on my own oh, no. there for the magician. When I beep our van's horn, which today sounds a little like a verse.
0: Wow, a noise like that makes me want to get out my top hat. Now, kids, remember, you need to keep score for us in this game show because, well, we're not in the car with you.
1: That's right, Keith, not in the car at all. not in your house either. I'm not baking you cookies. So we're relying on you kids to bear eyes and ears out there. But that's enough of this chitter-chatter. Let's spin the giant wheel on!
0: I wonder what the first set of questions is going to be for the folks out there. Could it be on pets or will it be on books or maybe even on magnetohydrodynamics? You made that word up.
1: No, I really didn't. You
0: did. I didn't. You did. That is not a real word. It
1: is. Look it up. Somebody has a job of being a magnohydrodynamic girl.
0: I can tell you didn't make it up because you can't pronounce it That's why I know it's real (laughs) And the first category is Mixed bag That's a vague start from the Wheel of Awesomeness Mixed bag means it could be from any category Question number one How many cents are there in one dollar?
1: There are 100 cents in one dollar.
0: Question two. What do you call a female horse?
1: A female horse is called a mare.
0: Hey Sarah, I've got a joke for you.
1: A joke for me. Ooh, how the turntables.
0: Okay, so a guy was walking through the country when he spots a sign that reads, Talking Horse for Sale. Intrigued, he walks up to the stable to check it out. So what have you done with your life? He asks the horse. I've led a full life, the horse answers miraculously. I was born in a warm stable in country New South Wales where I herded sheep for an entire village. Years later, I joined the mounted police force in Sydney and helped to keep the city clean. And now, I spend my days giving free rides to underprivileged children here in the country. The guy's amazed. He asked the horse's owner, Why on earth would you want to get rid of such an incredible horse? And the owner says, Because he's a stinking liar. He never did any of that.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Maybe you should leave the jokes to me, Keith.
0: Question number three. Who lives in a trash can on Sesame Street?
1: Keith, the long joke teller slash grouch, lives in a can on Sesame Street. What? No!
0: Oscar, the grouch. And I'd be grouchy too if I lived in a trash can.
1: Wait, wait, wait. so that's actually not true. I read an article where the reporter asked Oscar himself why he lives in a trash can.
0: You did not.
1: I really did. You can Google it. Anyway, Oscar says, and I quote, Rents are really cheap and I love trash, so I figure I can be close to it while being in the trash can myself. What's wrong with that? You know, speaking of things found in odd objects.
0: Abracadabra! Two bonus points. Question number four. Which planet in our solar system spins the fastest?
1: It's okay if you don't know the answer to this one. You can just take a guess. So Earth, our planet, obviously, the one that we're on, all of us, I hope, do we have any? listeners maybe somebody listens in the iss anyway earth the planet our planet spins once every 24 hours it's not the fastest spinning planet in our solar system it's actually jupiter it spins the fastest out of all the planets in our solar system it only takes 10 hours for that planet to spin around
0: question number five which australian state or territory flag has a sturt desert rose on it Now this is Sturt's Desert Rose, not to be confused with Sturt's Desert Pea. Sturt had a lot of desert flowers in his bouquet.
1: The flag of the Northern Territory has the Sturt's Desert Rose. Are we ready for another category?
0: Abracadabra.
1: A magical two extra points for the fastest magician out there.
0: And our next category is mammals. Question number one. Under all that white fur, what colour is a polar bear's skin?
1: A polar bear's skin is black. This helps a polar bear capture heat. Quite handy when you're living out on the ice.
0: Question number two. What kind of mammal is a red howler?
1: That sounds like a description of you if you haven't eaten for a little while. True. True. A red hailer is a type of monkey.
0: Question number three. What colour is a giraffe's tongue?
1: (laughs) A giraffe's tongue is blue. I'd also accept purple. It's also as long as your school ruler. Question number...
0: Abracadabra! Another two bonus points for our enchanting friends. Question number four. Which mammal swims in the ocean, but sleeps on the land, has four flippers, and is often nicknamed the playful dog of the sea?
1: Keith is describing a seal.
0: Question five, another sea mammal and another nickname. Which very efficient sea mammal hunter is often nicknamed the wolf of the sea?
1: Orcas are also sometimes called the wolves of the sea. Did you know there's a town in New South Wales called Eden where you can see the skeleton of Old Tom? Old Tom? Old Tom was an orca who helped humans hunt other whales. He would get the attention of the whalers and lead them to a whale that his pod had captured. In return, the whalers would give Old Tom and his pod their favourite parts of the whale, which included its tongue.
0: That's hideous.
1: How did the whalers train Old Tom? That's the amazing part. They didn't. The orcas worked out what the whalers were trying to do and what they were trying to hunt and decided amongst themselves that it would be beneficial to help them. Super intelligent animals.
0: And terrifying.
1: Nature can be very cruel, but a predator has to eat, I guess.
0: You are full of interesting facts, my Sarah. That's one of the reasons why Espy Travel is going to be such a great holiday companion.
1: That's what I'm working towards. Whenever I travel with my own kids, I love to find the stories and interesting tidbits about the places that we're visiting. That was the tiny seed of what is becoming S-By Travel. Parents will be able to purchase an Espy module that will be tailored to an Australian destination. So if your family's headed to Uru for example, Espy will sneakily educate the kids about why that area is so special and give your kids a sense of why they're spending four days in a car to go see a rock in the middle of the desert. Your kids will jump out of the car, wanting to show you the amazing things that they've learned about Uluru, and any tours or extra programs that you do will be enhanced by preparing your kids for the trip. Kids just love showing off what they know, and I love showcasing everything our amazing country has to offer.
0: This is going to make kids so much more engaged in their family holidays. So when can parents get their hands on this fabulous product?
1: I'm launching in 2022. Very excited and very busy. Parents head to sbytravel.com.au to see what modules are going to be released and when. You can also keep up to date with the platform and everything to do with this podcast through the sbytravel Facebook page as well. But that's enough about that. Keith, can you spin the wheel?
0: And our next category is music. Now, I'm going to do this one a little differently. Oh, no. Hear me out. Instead of reading the questions, you're going to have to guess the song playing. Oh, cool.
1: So you're going to play the song. That's uh, not so bad.
0: No. Actually, I'm going to hum it.
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: song number one. Hmm, hmm, hmm,
1: hmm That is terrible. Oh, Oh, dear. Okay, let's not play the thinking music. I think your humming gives everyone far too much to think about as it is. Hopefully, you might have guessed that that was supposed to be Baby Shark. And I'm really glad that wasn't the last song on the list. Otherwise, that song would be stuck in our heads all day long.
0: Maybe not that version of it. Song number two. Now, this one is mostly for the parents.
1: Okay, that's enough. (laughs) How can you not have along to that? Okay, hopefully everybody hummed along, or sang along, or even did a little bit of gentle head banging to that great rock opera anthem, Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Song number three. Now I actually don't know this song at all, so I'm going to hand this one over to you, my Sarah.
1: All right, give me a look. Okay, this takes me back to when my girls are smaller. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know if that was any better. Are you sure you know that song? So that was supposed to be Do You Want to Build a Snowman from Frozen?
1: At least it wasn't Let It Go. Like that you're trying is to true. hit a really high note humming. It was hard.
0: All right, song number four.
1: It almost sounds like you're trying to play one of the kazoos. You know, you put the cut the paper over the. You're saying I've
0: got a big nose. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) I am saying you did sound like a bit of a minion, actually playing that song. That was a bit of a hint. That was "Happy" by Pharrell Williams, and. I just know it as the inspic. What is it? Despicable Me. That's where it's from.
0: And the last song. <laughs> 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 Ran out of breath
1: there. Okay, hopefully everyone had their little Australian flags out. And I do apologize for all of our overseas listeners and any aliens or people listening on the ISS, because that is a very Australian song. And a lot of people say or think that it should be our national anthem. It is an Australian classic, Waltzing Matilda, all about sheep stealing. When you think about it, it's a bit of an odd song to be quite patriotic about.
0: Now, before we move on to the next category, I'd just like to remind kids about our thinking music challenge. I'd really love to get my hands on some music or some sounds or something that we could make some thinking music. I know we've got some super talented kids out there. So if you'd like to hear your thinking music on the show, just send a short audio clip by email or through our Facebook page. It could be singing, whistling, humming, anything at all.
1: It just can't be a famous song. It has to be your own. And it means there's a lot less humming from Keith instead of good thinking music. In any case... Whatever you make, it does not have to be perfect. Just give it a go. Now, can we do the next category, please?
0: And our next category is museums. something a little odd about this set of categories.
1: What do you mean? We've had mixed bag, we've had mammals, we've had music. There's
0: something mysterious about this set of questions.
1: Or magical. Hmm. mm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Marching on then Our first question What museum is the home of the painting The Mona Lisa?
1: Oh that is a tricky one Can I give a hint? Sure So this museum is found in Paris, France The Mona Lisa, which is actually a lot smaller than I expected, is found in the Louvre.
0: Question 2. Which museum is featured in the first Night at the Museum movie?
1: I love that movie! I'd love a dinosaur that comes to life at night. Although there is a problem with that scenario.
0: A problem? How on earth could there be a problem with a dinosaur skeleton coming to life?
1: Well first of all it'd have to be a dinosaur not just a skeleton. But anyway, that's not the actual problem. The problem is that in the movie it only comes alive at night and I need to ride it into the sunset. The first night at the museum is set in the American Natural History Museum.
0: Question number three. One of Australia's newest museums located in Tasmania This museum holds a lot of classical as well as modern art, wink wink, and is nicknamed Mona, M O N A. What does Mona stand for?
1: Mona stands for Museum of Old and New Art.
0: Question number four. I'm going to read out four museums. Three of these museums are real, and one of them's made up. You guys need to guess which one is not a real museum. Are you ready? Hit me. Museum number one. The British Lawnmower Museum is located in England. It includes a fully working lawnmower that is only five centimetres tall. Museum number two. The Rubber Chicken Museum is in the United States. Its star attraction is the world's largest rubber chicken. Museum number three. The Royal Edinburgh Pencil Case Museum is located in Scotland, and it has the oldest ever pencil case which was found in the pyramids of Egypt. Museum number four. The Instant Noodle Museum is located in Japan, and you can design your very own noodle cup.
1: Well, they all sound equally as ridiculous as each other, and I really want to visit all of them. All right, I wonder who guessed which museum was completely made up by Keith. Let's see. So, the British Lawnmower Museum is absolutely real, and it costs £3 to get in. Ooh, bargain. The Rubber Chicken Museum. Is real and it's free to visit. Nice. And the Instant Noodle Museum is real and is another free place to visit. Ripper. But sadly, for all the stationary fans out there, there is no such thing as a Royal Pencil Case Museum. So
0: where did the ancient pharaohs keep their pencils? I
1: don't know.
0: Hmm. Maybe it's an undiscovered treasure waiting to be found. Hmm. Next category! And the next category is Money! Question number one Out of all Australian coins in use today, which is the largest in size?
1: Largest coin in size is the 50 cent piece. So our 50 cents was first made in 1966 but it was actually round when it was first made. People got confused though trying to fish it out, out of the handbag with the 20 cent piece. So in 1969 it was remade into its unique do shape.
0: Question number two. Speaking of Australian coins, who is on every single Australian coin? <laughs>
1: Queen Elizabeth II is on every Australian coin. Speaking of printing things on coins, did you know that the first set of American pennies had the quote, mind your business, printed on it?
0: That's not very friendly.
1: Question number
0: three. Which cartoon character has so much money he often dives into it? (laughs)
1: Scrooge McDuck has his own vault filled with money that he dives into.
0: Now, I know this is a cartoon, but that is just unrealistic. Have you ever had to just plunge your hand into the coin yard and fish around for a $2 coin super fast because the ice cream truck's zooming past? It is not soft.
1: I feel sorry for you that your ice cream truck's zooming past. How how fast did you have to run after it?
0: All ice cream trucks zoom fast. You must run fast. Clearly, you didn't go for ice cream trucks when you were younger.
1: No, mine just were at the corner and you just walked up and got what you wanted. Clearly, those in Perth are, you know, the the Perth kids need a little bit more of a challenge.
0: Oh, they make you work for it. Question number four. Which is the most common Australian banknote? This note makes up 48% of all Australian banknotes in circulation.
1: Kids, quickly, check your parents' wallets. none of these in my wallet so my kids were wasting their time the $50 note is the most common Australian banknote. I'll
0: be honest with you I don't know the last time that I actually had notes in my wallet
1: yeah but if you think about it like a 50 $50 note they come out of the ATM along with the 20s
0: oh yeah I don't put them in my wallet I literally get them out and then buy whatever it is that I just had to go and take 50 bucks out for ice cream no but that's not a bad idea question number five What is the world's oldest currency that is still in use? Let me word this another way. Which country has been using the same type of money for the longest? Is it England, Egypt, China or Spain?
1: The correct answer is England. England has been using the British pound for over 1,200 years. Although, I don't think you can use a coin that's over 1,000 years old at the local milk bar. Oh, hang on. Speaking of ice cream, look, there's a milk bar just up ahead. Keith, can we stop and get an ice cream? Yes,
0: yes we can. Let's put the wheel of awesomeness away for today and go and grab an ice cream. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Watch out for another episode of Are We There
1: Yet? Quiz Show Extravaganza
0: coming out soon.
1: That was a really Australian way to say extravaganza. I liked it.
0: Bonza, mate.
1: Bonza. This podcast yet? is brought to you by the best boredom-busting platform of all, Espy Travel.
0: You say Espy. I say Espy. It's are more bewitching.
1: However you say it, S-SPY will build meaningful connections between kids and our wonderful Australian destinations, all in a fun interactive way. Kids will learn how to recognise local birds and wildlife, learn the geographical and human history of the area, and find out all about what makes your holiday destination special. They'll even create their own scrapbook to show family and friends during the trip. Kids will jump out of the car and start pointing out great features of your holiday destination.
0: So the kids will become the toolbox.
1: That's my plan. Espy will help your family have a more connected and engaged family holiday that your kids will remember and talk about for years to come. Parents will be live in 2022. Find out what destinations are first to be released at Espy Travel. That's espytravel.com.au You can also follow us on Facebook to find out all about the platform and the podcast. Until next time.